Derek Estrada, welcome back to Reno, man. What do you like about Reno? This is like your fourth year as the Grand Marshal with uh, the police officers on uh, motorcycles. Yeah, I do the police on parade yeah. uh, every year, and it's a couple of things. Randy, I love Randy. Yeah, he runs the whole thing. It's all his, and of course, his assistant Catherine, because she's sitting right here. I got to say that. No, send no. some props that way. <laughs> I like the people. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the biker mentality. I like the bikers yeah. as a rule because bikers are like first responders. Uh-huh. They're like the people also that support the shooting sports. Yeah. And yeah. they're like also law enforcement. And uh, because uh, you ask these guys, you tell them, hey, somebody's house just, uh, th- their porch just broke. We need to fix it. We need to do a drive. Mm-hmm. They'll run home, polish their bikes and show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're very charitable. They're very generous and they're very patriotic. Yeah. We're here with Eric Estrada. Eric, uh, what kind of, what kind of bike are you riding these days? I have, I like the gold, uh, the, uh, um, Road King. Okay. And I have one of the Chips bikes. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Teamsters give them to me. Give, now, me, give it to me. Talking about Chips, man, um, when you really hit it big mm-hmm. in Chips, was it tough losing your anonymity? Did you ever have a time in your life where you went, oh my God, I can't just go to the grocery store like a regular human? Still. Still. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's cool. Well, when I got chips, nobody knew who I was anyway. So, (laughs) no, it's, uh, I was too busy working and doing it and getting there. And Uh I had a cause and I had motivation to achieve financial security early on to take care of my mom, get her out of the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get her out of Spanish Harlem and have her living like a queen. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, prior to television, I was always in, mo- I did movies before that. Right. Nine years of movies before. And then I just said, I can't wait around to do a gig and then wait six, seven months to grab another one. I need something that's constant. Yeah. You know, because I had, I had, I had stuff to do to get done and it took money. When, so, you, when you're a kid looking for that acceptance or that attention or you enjoy performing for somebody, um, Sometimes, at least for me personally, sometimes I didn't feel like I like I hit the mark. And then I had parents that are like, are you sure you're good enough to be on the radio? And I've been able to make a career out of it. And in retrospect, now that I'm, you know, 47 years old, I'm an old dude, I can look back at it and feel yeah, kind you of... You know, baby, I'm, six, <laughs> I'm 69, you know. Uh, well, you I remember 69. 40, I remember 47. Are you, do you feel vindicated looking back at your career now? Well, you wanted to be a radio commentators since you were little right yeah, yeah, yeah i wanted to own an amusement park uh, be a rock star and okay. own my own radio station and be a dj and i came real close to the rock star part and uh, and the radio thing paid more money and i decided rock stars don't necessarily eat for a living so radio does <laughs> it yeah. feeds my family yeah well i didn't want to be an actor till i was 18 wow i want to be near a cop no kidding i was going to be a near cop from the age of about four to almost 18 because uh, my mom dated a cop. So the first man that I ever loved was a cop. Right. Okay, because my dad, he was Nolan Void. He was a heroin addict, and she got rid of him and started dating a cop, and and I uh, was going to be that. Yeah. Until I was, there was a pretty girl named Christine Laporte, mm-hmm. and she was into drama and, and acting and all that, and I said, well, if I want to get to her, I need to get in her workshop. 
Yeah. <laughs> so my attitude was, since I grew up in Spanish Harlem, the streets of New York, I could act. Uh -huh. So I just auditioned. Okay. There's some improvisation that I was told to do and came up with whatever I came up with. Now, were you a tough kid growing up in uh, in Harlem or, or did you know how to act your way out of difficult situations? I knew how to act and <laughs> I was tough when I knew I could beat the other guy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, three things about the streets back then. Today, everybody has a gun, so yeah. you got to be cool. Back then, you did it with your hands or a chain or mm. switchblade or something. Wow. Uh, you got to know when to fight, mm -hmm. when not to fight, and when to run. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I was, I was there. Street vibrations going on all weekend. It's always a good time here in Reno. And Eric Estrada uh, here to be the Grand Marshal for uh, with all the officers, man. Again, we, we appreciate that. Uh, do you get time to, to spend here in Tahoe to enjoy the lovely lake or enjoy no, downtown or never, Virginia never, City? No, never, never. Never, yeah, never. I come in and out. Before I was here, I was in Connecticut doing a first responders uh, car show, charity run yeah. thing, and then from there I went to Vegas to knock out yesterday a trade show. Then mm -hmm. and then uh, no the day before yesterday. Yeah, and here I am now for this, and then I go home, and then I got to hit the road again. Okay, but. Uh, I take time. I make time for my girl, my my wife, and my daughter, and we go. Yeah. We just go. We'll go to Carmel. We'll go somewhere. We'll do something. We have fun. That's great. Uh, completely switching gears before we wrap up the conversation. Yes, sir. favorite rock band of all time, mm. or are, are you even a rock music fan? No, I like a lot of. So I like Chicago from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. But I like a lot of music because I, I on my I, on my phone I've got like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred. Jones, right. from Spanish okay. to French to Italian to rock Spanish to are you soul. talking polkas cumbias lambadas or are you talking like yeah, all South America cumbias okay. reggaeton all of it okay. pitbull you name it I played in a band we used to tour with a band called La Mafia and with uh, uh, David Garza y los musicales los musicales with, uh, with <laughs> Selena Quintanilla y los dinos remember <laughs> Selena Quintanilla the Selena I work with her. Okay, she was, she was in love in my with my bass player. We practiced was, in the same house. She was in my soap opera. <laughs> you can believe that, this white boy playing polkas and cumbias. That's great. <laughs> cumbia, I love the dance. The oh, yeah. That's a good dance. The women look really sexy when doing it. What are you listening to right now? Well, right now, I've got um, Hernandez. To go to sleep, I'll put on this beautiful Latin... Uh, Gosh, Miriam Hernandez. Okay. I mean. I love getting turned on to music from different people, so I'm but, making a note of this. This is really nice. Yeah, like, let's, I mean, this song, check this song. I don't know if you could, well, yeah, you could wear the radio. You just put it up to the microphone there. This is nice. Oh, yeah, very relaxed. This is a, I didn't think I'd fall in love again. <laughs> no pensé enamorarme otra vez. Uh-huh. Yeah. She has other great songs that just the lyrics. Oh, great voice. Wow. Oh, yeah, sexy too. Who's that singing? Who's the male? The dude. It doesn't. Oh, uh, it kind of sounds like Juan Gabriel. You'll, you'll know the name. Yeah. 
If you know Latin, you'll know this guy. Gilbert, Gilberto Santos Rosa. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a beautiful duet. You know, in translation, when you listen to Spanish songs and lyrics, the lyrics are what really knock you out. Uh-huh. To translate, they lose, they lose that, that grab yeah. in translation. But to say, but to say, I didn't know I'd fall in love again. That in Spanish, it, it's just a whole different kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I grew up in San Antonio, so close to the border town. My whole family, though, is from Buenos Aires. My birth name is Francisco Javier Oliveira. You're kidding, bro. No, seriously. <laughs> Anyways, Eric, man, so nice to see you. I appreciate you taking some time yeah. out just to kind of shoot the S with me. Yeah, no, I love it. And I just want you to just tell the folks it's open to the public. We got five bands. We're going to have uh, Cops on Parade, and yeah. also we're doing a special thing. We're, we're, we're doing a Purple Heart for, for a gentleman officer that was, you know, he was, he was shot, wounded in the chest, wounded to the chest in Iraq, mm. but he's from Reno. Wow. And since I'm a deputy sheriff, for me, it's an honor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's a brother. Well, we do honor and appreciate uh, all of our men and women that... Uh, that are right here on the street level yeah. because it's an unpredictable day every day, every, every single day. moment that you pull somebody over or you have to confront or disarm a situation is it's, very unpredictable. It's very difficult out there today. Yeah, we appreciate them. Street Vibes, Eric right. Estrada, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Knocked you out. Let's get out of here. <laughs>